Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Man, is it great to be back. I was away for a couple of weeks on vacation and really didn't have any opportunity to do any podcasting, and I'm really excited to be sitting back downstairs in the studio and delivering today's message. You know, I I was away during the Super Bowl in South Beach, Miami. What an awesome time down there. It felt good to just get away from the daily routine. You know, like you get up every day and you get dressed, you take a shower, grab a cup of coffee, eat your breakfast, get in your car, start it up, make a phone call, listen to a podcast, drive 30 minutes, walk into the door, Sit down, turn on your computer, and just rock and roll all day. Turn around at the end of the day, shut it all down, get in your car, listen to some music, call somebody on the phone, deal with the congestion of traffic, back home, have dinner, lay on the couch, fall asleep, go to bed, repeat. You know what I mean? It's like Groundhog Day. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, and a quick trip away will give you an opportunity to reset. I went down to uh, down to Miami. A friend of mine, Chris, hopefully Chris is listening. Chris, thanks a bunch for inviting me down. I had an awesome time with you on the boat and uh, just kind of catching up. But anyway, so Chris has this 39-foot sailboat, and I am sleeping in one of the berths, and it is raining. And I mean, like you have never heard. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I was like, holy crud. I thought I was in Armageddon. And the boat is going, you know, tilting about 45, 50 degrees to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left. It's just banging and noisy and all oh, heck is breaking loose. And yet I'm laying there and I'm thinking to myself, this is awesome. I mean, if I were home, right, I'd be sleeping next to my beautiful wife in my really quiet as a church mouse house where everything is pristine and perfect and just like Groundhog Day all over again, right? But now I'm laying in this boat and I'm like, this is awesome. Matter of fact, Chris just called me and we were talking about some things, including our trip. And he said, do you remember that first night you were sleeping on the boat? I said, yeah, because it was pretty noisy and crazy. I said, yeah, why? He said, there was a a microburst that came right up past the, uh, the marina, which I don't have a lot of experience with this, but apparently it's like a small... Um, what do you call it? A tornado. <laughs> it's like a water spout tornado that comes ripping down there. He goes, that's why everything was going crazy. I'm like, ah. Oh. He goes, did you mind? I said, no. I love getting away from the daily grind, that thing that we do all the time. I just don't want to do it every day. I need to be reminded that there are other things out there to make me feel really good. Matter of fact, those moments on that boat kind of brought me back into nature. And you've heard me talk about this before. Hanging out in nature is awesome. Man, I felt like just a little dot in the middle of nowhere hanging out on the ocean. And it reset me and it reminded me that all the stuff I worry about at home and at work, I mean, come on, man. It's just all in your head. It's just your head going through this. Your brain is firing synapses or neurons that are talking to each other and they're making up your reality. And if your reality sucks, well, then you're doing it. And one of the easiest things you can do is change your environment. But something I wanted to share with you today that has really helped me significantly, and I hope it will help you. You see, I, like you, have moments when I feel very negative and very judgmental, 
And I, and I don't like when I feel that way. Matter of fact, today I was in the gym and I was looking at these two people next to me and I just kept judging them and it was bugging me that I was doing it. I actually felt sick to my stomach. I'm like, why is he lifting like that? He's not doing it right. He's going to hurt himself. And that he's just grunting and moaning. He's making all these noises and it was aggravating me. And I'm thinking, why? Why should I be aggravated by this? This is dumb. What a fool. But I was aware that I was doing it. So I kind of had to leave the room, get a drink of water, come back in and reset myself. Then it reminded me of something that I've learned to do over the past six months that has really served me. And this is this is it. So what I did in that moment was I asked myself when I was feeling negative, just like you at home, when you have those moments, when you feel negative, when you're angry and upset and you just really want to take it out on somebody, ask yourself this question. What kind of person do you want to be? In that moment, when you ask that question, you're going to stop the brain's madness of firing these nerve cells that are communicating with each other, that are that are really holding you to the thought that you're in right now, that negative, angry thought. Now listen, it could be something very trivial. It could be like waiting for a cup of coffee in a coffee shop when the lady in front of you is too slow. That can be irritating. But what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody that yells at her and gets upset and watches your blood pressure go up? Or perhaps maybe you're somebody who offers to buy her that cup of coffee while she's digging for the change in her pocket and can't seem to find it. You know, it's up to you. You get to decide who you want to be. But I'll tell you this. The minute you ask the question, who do I want to be? It immediately interrupts the pattern in your mind of all these neurons firing. All that negative talk stops for a second. Now listen, it could be a very, very angry moment filled with with passion and, and emotion. So maybe one quick statement in your head of who do I want to be isn't going to cut it. Maybe you have to change the environment and keep asking yourself over and over, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Keep asking yourself this and you'll break the negative cycle. And not for nothing, when you come up with the answer of who you want to be, like perhaps you want to be, let's just say, that person of honor and integrity and respect. You know, that person that just seems to always do the right thing, always helping other people who are struggling or less fortunate. If that's who you want to be, wow, that's really cool. And when you ask yourself the question, who do I want to be? Not only are you stopping your brain from firing the negative circuitry, but you're activating new circuits in your brain that are that you have to fire in order to become that person that you're saying you want to be. And for every day you do this, hundreds of times a day, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? I want to be a person of honor and integrity and to do the right thing. I want to live with passion and commitment. Somebody that does not make decisions based on guilt and oppression. This is who I want to be. We'll see that in your mind. See it in your mind's eye and say, that's who I want to be. And in that moment, when you're feeling negative and you ask yourself who you want to be, you shift the brain and then behave that way. Because in reality, your behavior is hinged upon what you say to yourself and what you're willing to believe. So you don't say, listen, you know, let's say you're studying to be a doctor. I think of myself back in my early 20s. More than ever now, I would say to myself, who do I want to be? I want to be a doctor. I want to be somebody that helps people, that, that you know, commits himself 100% to helping others through education and through treatment and compassion and empathy. That's who I want to be. Well, the minute I start saying that's who I want to be, 
then my brain starts to create me just like that. You get it? Your brain is actually creating circuitries with inside that are connected to that which you want. So that which what you're seeing yourself to become, your brain is becoming that. And if you do this enough, meaning like your whole life, but at least for a couple of months consistently, that will be your go-to thing. You don't have to ask yourself who you want to be. You will just do the right thing. You won't be in traffic hammering on the horn when the person in front of you isn't using their directional to turn. Just realize that's not the person I want to be. I don't want to scare that person in front of me because I realize that that person may have just gotten an awful medical diagnosis and they found out that they had stage four lung cancer or prostate cancer and they're completely disheveled. The last thing they need is someone like you or I climbing up their backside hammering on the horn. What if that's not it, Pete? It doesn't matter if it is or it isn't because the truth is only what you say it is within your brain. So when you're feeling negative, and I'm telling you, it could happen three, four, five hundred times a day. For every time it happens, simply ask yourself, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? By the way, who do I want my children to witness as they grow up? A man or a woman of integrity and honor? Somebody who cares for others? Is that what you want your children to be? Or do you want to be a total douche? Your children will see that too. You get to make the choice. But I'll tell you this, the pessimist who consistently lives Groundhog Day over and over and over and sees everything poorly lives up to five years less than if he or she had converted to the optimist, somebody that saw it that much better. The brain actually responds to optimism by building new synaptic connections, meaning the brain neurons are connecting in a very positive way. And if you do that consistently, then you're going to break down the negative connections. I want you to think of this. Today, you're going to have, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to make it simple. Today, you're going to have five main thoughts. You know, one's about your mother-in-law. One's about your boyfriend in college. One's about the final that you're about to take in your you know, junior year at college. Another one is the house you're about to purchase and, uh, you know, I don't know, a bunch of other things. But so you've got these four or five major thoughts that are going to be with you today. Most of us, unfortunately, will be focused on the one that's negative, that negative thought that's gnawing at us. And what do we do? We tell somebody about it, which gives it more attention. You see, we're giving attention to our negative thoughts. And if we give more and more attention, then it becomes colorized. And when it has color and texture and more passion, then we're taking it and we're sharing it with somebody else. And that's not good because it's a terrible thing to begin with. Then it takes precedence. If you've got five main thoughts and that's the number one thought and you're going to run it all day. Let me give you an example. You're on your way to work. You get pulled over doing 40 in a 35 mile an hour zone. You're pissed. The uh, police officer writes you up for 150 bucks in six years worth of surcharges. You are completely pissed off. I mean, where does he or she get off writing a, uh, a ticket for doing five miles an hour over? Well, whether you like it or not, Certainly they're within their rights to do that. But you and I know that most police officers don't do that. So then you leave there. And on your way out of there, you call your spouse. You call your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your buddy. I don't care who. You call somebody because you're in a fit of anger and rage and someone needs to hear you. Then you bring it to work and you're a couple minutes late. Boss comes in, says what's wrong. And you say, do you believe this? Then you tell him the story. And then you go to lunch and someone says, oh, I got to get my tires changed today. You're like, oh, let me tell you something that happened to me today. Then you go home, you tell your significant other. And what have you done? You've lived it. 
the damn thing over and over all day because of the color and the texture you gave it. You strengthened the connections in the brain to the negative thought. That's miserable. And by the way, is that who you wanted to be? Highly unlikely. But if you had asked yourself in that moment, who do I want to be? I just got pulled over. You know what? I want to be a law-abiding citizen. I want to do the best that I possibly can. And I screwed up by going five miles an hour over and I got caught for it. Now, listen, you can also say, oh, man, I can't believe you pulled me over like that. That really stinks. I shouldn't have had to pay this. But stranger things have happened. I'll probably get it back somewhere else. And um, I'm going to go with the with the latter. I'm going to realize that I don't want to think about this all day long because I don't want to be the person who is a victim. Get it? I know what I don't want. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be somebody who's a warrior. Warriors take hits. You're going to take hits all the time. Those hits either strengthen you as the warrior or they make you the victim. And come on, man. Which one do you want to be? I know you don't want to be a victim. You know, in today's modern political world, everybody wants us to be a victim. Ain't no one's victim. If I'm a victim, it's because of the stupidity that's going on in my friggin' head. That's why I'm a why I'm a victim. And I'm not living my life that way. And I don't want you to either. So when things get tough, or should I say, let me go back and say those five things that you're going to think about today. Let's say that one of them is um, my son. Let's say I use my son. My son gave me a kiss before he went off to school this morning. So guess what? I'm going to tell everybody I know. Did you know that my 17-year-old son still kisses his dad? What? That's weird. Mine doesn't even talk to me. Mine doesn't like me. Mine doesn't do anything. My blah, 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 whatever. I, uh, I'm not saying that yours does that, but I'm just saying, right? Why can't I tell the world how amazing my son is and how much I love him and my daughter as well? How much joy they bring to me. And that little kiss and that hug on the way to school just warmed my heart, made me feel incredible. You see, that's what I'm focused on. And if I'm focused on that and I go share it with somebody else, then I'm going to continue to stay focused on it all day. And then I'm going to build more happy connections in my brain while I think about them all day. And then I'll text him and then I'll take a picture of something fun at home like you know the cat we have a, a beautiful little kitty named Bella and send him a photo he sends something back and now I got this wonderful train of thought where I feel good and I feel happy where I'm producing dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin which are helping my body to feel good that little pit in the bottom of my stomach that made me feel kind of crappy when I started the day it went away quick because I asked myself the question what kind of man do I want to be and I answered it and I keep asking and answering, asking and answering. So the more times I ask myself that question, and the more times I get an answer, then I can act upon it by reliving what I just went through today and something like my son or, hey man, even if you had a great presentation at your office or maybe you helped an old woman into the coffee shop today. Uh, I helped a woman the other day at the, uh, al- at the alcohol store. <laughs> Who the hell calls it that? At the package store, right? She's getting out of her car and man, she can barely move. She's got a cane and it's windy and I'm holding the door for her and I realize I can't even hold this door because she's going to fall before I get here. So I went over to her and I said, ma'am, would it be all right if I could help you? Could, could I be of assistance? She said, oh, I would love that. And so I, you know, I, I put my arm out and she grabs onto me and she's really moving slow. She says, wow, man, sometimes I'm really slow. So I looked at her and I said, that's okay. My wife says the same thing about me sometimes, but I don't think she's talking about how I walk. And she laughed like crazy. And a couple other people 
stopped and they held the doors, two doors, as a matter of fact, to let this lady in while I helped her up over the over the uh, the sidewalk. And listen, it didn't take much, but I'm telling you right now, right? I'm having this conversation. I'm embellishing and I'm talking about something that meant something to me. I wanted to be that kind of man. I am that kind of man. And there are days when I don't act that way. And when I don't, I ask myself the question, oh crap, I'm doing it again. What kind of man do you want to be? What kind of man do you want to be? And then I answer that question and then I behave like that. It's not rocket science, people. It's actually very simple. Remember that if you want to have joy and happiness in your life, it starts in the brain. You're going to have to rewire some of the old circuits that weren't developed specifically by your voluntary thoughts, but by the reactions of the world around you. Crappy parenting, you know, awful teachers at school, bullying from other kids. There's a lot of things that can mess up our head. But listen, your past doesn't equal the future. If you don't want to live that way, you don't have to. You just have to be aware that you're doing it every day. You're acting in a way that is not in accordance with the person that you want to be. When you're stressed out, when you're angry, when you're upset, take a deep breath, leave the room, ask yourself, what kind of person do I want to be? And then behave that way and build new circuits. And then consistently share with others what you have learned and what is working for you. That'll also bolster those circuitries within the brain. And within a period of time, I can't tell you how long, it's different for everybody, but there's a shift in the way the brain thinks, in the way it behaves and reacts to things around you. And you literally will become that person that you want to be. You do this on a consistent basis you will find yourself really happy with the person that you are. Because I'm telling you right now, there is amazing things still to happen in your future. I don't care what's going on in your life right now. I don't care how beat up you are or how dark it may seem. There's one important thing that we can all do right away, and that's preserve hope. Yes, I said it. It's hope. The human body responds completely different to the environment when it knows there is hope. When there's something on the horizon, even though it's dark, even though it's cold, even though the wind is whipping, even though there's destruction all around, either, either for real or in, in metaphor land, doesn't matter. As long as you remind yourself that I've been on this planet long enough, I've seen so many things, I've overcome so much, and I'll overcome more tomorrow and today. As long as I have hope, then I can overcome anything. So ask yourself, who do you want to be? So that's what I got for you today. By the way, it's worked very well for me. I continue to use this little paradigm, and I hope it works for you as well. I want to say hi to my friend Michelle. Michelle has struggled through some uh, simple concussive syndrome symptoms and has really decided who she wants to be in life. And as a consequence, things are turning around for her. Man, I wish I, maybe I'll get her on the, on a video podcast sometime. Love for you to meet her and, and listen to her story. It's amazing. But, um, for all those out there that listen to my podcast and support me, I truly appreciate it. Again, I apologize for my absence over the past couple of weeks, but I'm back and I've got plenty more to share. So I'll see you soon, hopefully this week on uh, the Daily Inspirational Podcast. This is Dr. P checking out.